Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And hello, Randy Cash over there. Hey. How's it going today? It's going great. I have been for how long have we known each other those many years? Um, it's all it'll be like six years in like a few months. Whatever your greeting is, I always go, hey. I know. And you always giggle. <laughs> So it I does. It's it. funny. I know. I think from like day one on the show, you did that mm-hmm. and it cracks me up. I'm not sure if people realize like we actually met doing radio. Yeah. Yeah. Second day of my ever independent show, our, um, I guess our manager at the time, I guess that's mm-hmm. what we call him. Um, he uh, suggested you sit in on my show and I'm not sure if I ever told you this or not. You, um, you had texted me or no you had called me and i normally don't answer the phone if yep. i don't recognize the number mm-hmm. so i like sent it to voicemail and then within like a few seconds i get a text from you going hey this is randy cash mike calvin thought we would be good on the radio together i wonder if i could come sit in on your show and i remember being like who is this dude and what is he what like the, what is going on he here want? yeah and um so i'm like all right whatever man come on come on in and so day two is april the 2nd of 2014 Nice. You came and sat in on my show, and the rest, as they say, is history. That's awesome that you can remember dates like that because yeah. I cannot. There are so many monumental days like that in my life that yeah. I, I don't know. It happened gotcha. was, like I said, how many ever years ago we met right. each other? I don't know. <laughs> However many ever. Yeah, I, you know, part of the way I remember it is that, you know, sometimes it's just important dates to me. I remember I'm kind of good with numbers and stuff like that. But um, And I have a really interesting memory. I've even had client uh, come in not that long ago that I had not seen in probably six or seven years. And I almost remembered like every verbatim conversation we had ever had. They were like going back through like the backstory. I'm like, yeah, right. I remember. I remember all that Like, stuff. what do you mean? And I like repeated it back and they were like, oh, I guess you do. Um, mm. But no, part of the way I remember that is it's the first day I ever had my own radio show or the second day, right. basically. And it's the day after April Fool's Day because that's when we launched the, um, the that's station. Right. It was that was April a good Fool's day, day to launch that station. Right? Yeah, we were part of 1380 The X Extreme talk radio is that the longest april fool's day prank ever <laughs> <laughs> hey i don't know it, it it did some of us all right i, I think did, yeah. I yeah. Had fun. it was a lot of fun i want to say we did the show then for probably a good like six or eight months before um you went to mornings you know like early mm-hmm. mornings and then i sat in on a couple of times on that but what was funny when we were first doing radio on 1380 you would be on my show in the morning and like you would be there with me and then the evening show you right. were on from 6 to 8 and i would come join you so it was really yes. like we had two shows two going shows. on like yes. every day but it was a lot of work when you think about it was. but it was fun yeah i had a yep. good time i love doing radio i yeah. kind of miss it i don't miss a few things about it but yeah. i really do miss talking a lot of bs on the radio and the interaction with people and stuff right. i do miss that your shenanigans my shena- your radio shenanigans it. right I do, that i do miss i used to have to give randy a warning i'd be like okay if you're going to be booking people for my show you can't be doing your shenanigans you got to like yes. keep it on like keep it on the down low man like keep your shit together keep it clean kid <laughs> right right i mean clean enough clean ish right. you know because i have some fun with it you do yeah, no, I am actually on um, KTRS now on Friday nights for a segment with Jay Kanzler. I've been mm. doing that for oh, a little wow. over two years now, mm. so I've, I kind of like that gig, too. Um, I like being able to have the variety, though. Like, I do that mm. segment, and then I have my podcast, and, you know, this way I can kind of, like, do a multitude of things rather than maybe all day long, every day, being tied up in one. Right. It's, it's just kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other, but... It's what they that say. That is the story of Randy Cash and Lindsay Walden. There you go. There you go. 
I know. And then you got to be fake Lindsay a few times. I did. That was still fun. do. You still do. <laughs> Smaller right. doses though. Now. Smaller doses of fake Lindsay. Yeah. All right. So let's see. It has been a week since we kicked off the gratitude challenge. How's mm-hmm. it going? Are you are you doing it? I'm grateful. You're great. <laughs> you're grateful for the challenge, or you're just grateful. Yeah. Just in general. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, so if you didn't catch it last week, what we're doing is a 28 days of gratitude challenge, essentially, because it's 28 days Mm -hmm. from the beginning of November until Thanksgiving this year. So my challenge is that every day you give yourself at least five minutes of reflection to come up with one to three things that you're grateful for, be it about yourself, your family, your work life, your, you know, something in your life that you can find to be grateful for for as a way to sort of start resetting your mindset because our brains are very hardwired mm-hmm. to go down a negative path. Yes, they are. And some of it we could argue is sort of a protection sort of Mm -hmm. element, right? Like it's wanting us to avoid unnecessary harm Mm -hmm. or it's wanting us to to not have an issue. And so what happens is that we have to kind of figure out in life, what can we do to reset our mindset? So that is how the mindset challenge came into being because honestly, I am a big believer in, you know, asking people to do things that I would be willing to do myself. And when I tell you that gratitude is one of the the tools I used to kind of save my mindset, I Mm -hmm. am not making that up because you kind of saw me at some of my worst, Mr. Cash. You really Mm -hmm. did. You saw me when my life was kind of falling apart. I was in very much a negatively fused place with myself. I did a lot of feeling sorry for myself. And I've ultimately gotten to where when I find myself going down that negative path, all I do, I pause for a second. I ask myself, what is something I can be grateful for right in this moment? So maybe you're doing the gratitude challenge and you're thinking, you know, it's really hard to pause for five minutes at the beginning of the day and think of three things I'm grateful for, right? That might Mm -hmm. be difficult for some people. There's also a way to do it mindfully in the moment. Like, let's say that, okay, so like we're recording right now, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say that this podcast equipment just shut down on us. Mm -hmm. What would the instinct be? What would we want to do in response to that? Like freak out. Freak out, cry, throw a fit. (laughs) All of the above. Right. You know, and really just be angry at the fact that what we're wanting to have happen isn't working Mm. and something's standing in our way. So the way the mindfulness gratitude that you can use in the moment would work is that you would force yourself, and I say force because it might feel like a force at first, but it it should get easier over time. You notice, okay, I really want to be angry at this thing, whatever it is, but what is something I can be grateful for in this moment? So a reframe might look like this. Our equipment went down. Now we can't record and we're angry about it. The reframe would say, maybe the show wasn't going in the direction that we wanted. So this gives us a chance to reset and be grateful for the opportunity to start again. I would say, damn it, my equipment broke. It's a good excuse to buy all brand new stuff. Okay. Also, (laughs) yes, that, that could be a thing. You know, like you use it. 
as a way to not stay fused with the negative. And so gratitude is a really, really powerful tool. And there are actually a lot of studies that have been done that show that the practice of gratitude operates in an area of the brain that very little else can actually access. And so that's the reason I thought, well, it's the month of Thanksgiving. Why don't we kind of have a 28-day challenge Mm -hmm. of finding things every day that we can pause and be grateful for as a way to kind of rewire those kind of negative centers in the brain and to give ourselves a little bit of a ah, in the brain because that that's needed, you know, a mm. way to kind of pause and reset. I'm very grateful I have my modest little setup here. Yeah. I do. I'm right? very thankful. It works really it. well for our purposes and the other shows you record, you know. Can I plug it? Yeah. At Slop City Podcast, there not safe for work. Because it's a very different show than the one we are, <laughs> I, we are I just currently doing. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a producer. I, but I'm it is really funny. It. But it you kind of have to be prepared, like explicitly funny. And um, and if I could speak for them, they're grateful I have this little modest setup as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I know them a little bit, and I think they would they would agree with that um, assertion that you just made there. But yeah, yeah, so I do hope you're joining us on uh, this this challenge. I would love to know how it's going if you get in touch with me. I try to go every day live in my stories on Instagram to kind of give a prompt of some different ways to show gratitude or some different details about the practice of gratitude. But I at least had to do a follow up to see how mm. it was going for you. So good. I'm, gl- I'm good. glad you're trying it. I try to implement that even subconsciously throughout my day. Good. You know? um, it's healthy. It's really good it for is. your mindset. It is. Absolutely. Holding on to toxic stuff is just not healthy. You know, it's not, especially when we swallow it down and we just constantly feel at odds with ourselves or the world around us or the people in our lives. That's a lot of negativity to have to just swallow and hold on to. Mm -hmm. So the more that we can do to reset it or to express it or to kind of clear it out, the better. You know, we're still in that process of the the three R's we talked about last week of the reflect, recharge and reset. So why not use the gratitude challenge as a way to reset just saying. You are what you surround yourself with, you know? Do yes. Absolutely true. Absolutely. Yes. And and that's true about the things that you expose yourselves to. It's it's true about the people that mm-hmm. you allow in your life or the people that you, you know, let have access to you. And, you know, not to say that you've got to just like throw everyone to the curb, but that's where that whole boundary thing comes yep. in again. Man, for two weeks in a row now, I have been talking about boundaries. We're going to have to do boundaries mm-hmm. again. I just see it coming, especially because yeah. the holidays are coming up right. and you got to be around family yeah. and you potentially are going to see people that you only see like once a year. And then, you know, maybe Uncle Joe gets drunk every Thanksgiving and like peas in the Christmas tree. Love Uncle Joe. Right. You know, (laughs) but it's like you don't always remember how difficult that is. So that's Mm. even more reason to like charge up your positive mindset before you have to go into those environments. Just saying. Oh, my God. I think he's imagined Uncle Joe peeing in the Christmas tree. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said it twice. That's funny. What happened? That was just funny that you said that. That's all. I just... Was oh, tickled dude, I'm by for that. real, though. Like, I, I mean, because there are people that will. It's like you, you get ready for the holiday season and you mm-hmm. don't really think about how negative sometimes it can be to have to expose yourself to family or friends or people in your life that you only have to see once a year. And then you see them and, oh, then my phone starts ringing off the hook because people are like, dude, I need to get in. Like, I had to go see my family and they're uh-huh. driving me crazy, yep. you know. So, hey, just trying to charge you up a little bit with some gratitude. Family can has a way of doing that because you tend to treat those closest to you differently than you would yeah. people that aren't really close. Like you're, you tend you 
have a tendency to be a little more negative towards them and be mm-hmm. like meaner or more aggressive or whatever Can towards be. Yeah. them. Yeah, just because you you know you're closer and you have that familiarity, I guess. Right, and I think there's like this idea that you know, oh, we're family. Whatever I say, right. it doesn't matter, you know. And that doesn't mean that there's you know still not a reason to have boundaries and to be really mm-hmm. mindful about how close you let those people to you or how much you let their opinions of you affect. How you feel about yourself. I know there are definitely, you know, situations that are more toxic than others. And, you know, you really do get to kind of teach people how to treat you. And part of that is by the boundaries that you set. And sometimes it's as simple as if someone says something to you and it hurts your feelings or you don't agree with it or it really has no bearing on your life, then what I would reflect back to you would be, then why are you letting it affect your life? If, you know, we consider the source and we look at the person that's giving us this information, Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that's in your mindset that knows what your goals are, that knows what you are resetting your life in preparation for the new year. And you have to live your life by your set of rules and standards and guidelines. I'm not saying you can't take those things into consideration that people might share with you, but you don't have to adopt their mindset as yours. Right. And I think that's part of what happens sometimes when we're around family. We don't feel like we can push back or we don't feel like we can you know no uncle joe i really don't want harder. to talk about that you yeah. know or whatever yeah or you could that push uncle back joe, harder. man i tell you what i love him <laughs> or you push over- back harder yeah sometimes mm-hmm. your family i think you do that more so like i said because mm-hmm. you're more comfortable i was just been fixated on something you said a minute ago about oh, your family and their opinions of you and yeah. this and that and it, dude that stuff can stick with you Oh, yeah. Because I was just sitting here thinking, wow, man, I'm 50, and that that still kind of jabs me in the back a little bit when I think of some of that. Some of those opinions of you, you know? Absolutely. You would think, I mean, interrupt you, but your family, you would think, uh, maybe just accept the person as they are and just love them because they are who they are. But anyway. Yeah, you know, I actually... No, should we do Randy Cash Therapy therapy Hour? Um, No, actually, early on in my... Both therapy and my my coaching as a client, I I had a coach reflect this back to me, and it was a really interesting thought experiment because I was holding a lot of things really um, personal that had been kind of said to me by some family, and I was mm-hmm. I was taking it to heart in a way that was kind of that like, are you overthinking something? You're breaking your own heart kind of situation because that's essentially what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And she asked me to think about something. She said, okay, so I want you to imagine that instead of this family member being like a person that's older than you, that's kind of, you know, trying to offer you guidance. I want you to imagine that this is someone that's your age and you just met them at a networking event and Mm. they ask, hey, can we sit down and, you know, grab a cup of coffee and they start telling you their story? Would it change how you view them if they weren't someone that had that kind of familial like power in your life and they were simply someone that has their own struggles and their own dynamics and their own frustrations and that they are a product of their own experience. How does that change your own levels of either compassion or understanding or just to not give them so much power over you, you know, to kind of make them more equal to who you are. And that was a really powerful experiment. Mm. You know, there's a little more to it than that. I mean, if somebody really wanted to have that kind of consulting session with me, I'm happy to set something up. But, you know, it's a really... your checkbook. Right. Well, also, yes. Or your credit cards. Or whatever. Cash. Um, (laughs) 
but it is, it is a process of learning how to, you know, sort of regard those people with a level that says, okay, I might keep you at arm's length. I'm not necessarily going to let you have a lot of interpersonal access to me. And I also get to decide how much power I want to give your opinions and your words and your statements over me. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm letting them control me, well, now I'm giving you a lot of control in my life. No longer is it about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm basing my decisions and my actions and my whatevers on what you think I should do. And that's a dangerous, slippery slope mm-hmm. that I think a lot of us get roped into. Yeah, absolutely. And the holidays bring that up. You know, I can't tell you the number of people that have been like, yep, it's holiday time. Dang it. Got to see my family. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. okay, there are ways to make this a little bit less difficult. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, as you get roped in with that stuff when you're young, like you were saying about uh-huh falling in line with our beliefs and stuff. And uh, you don't really, you know, you get older and you figure it out for yourself. And right. you, you're, you figure out, yeah, I, well, I have my own beliefs and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. But, yeah, yeah. those things stick, man. They do. They and stay they hurt. With you. They can sometimes, hurt. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Right. And, you know, so what I, what I try to get people to remember is that the way someone reacts or responds to you, 99% of that is about them. Now, I'm not saying that none of it is about you. I'm not saying that, you know, if you walk in Thanksgiving and you're like, you know, falling over drunk and, you know, people are like, dude, maybe you need to get your stuff together. Like, okay, some of that might be that you're 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 soliciting without meaning mm-hmm. to those comments. But for the most part, if someone looks at you and has some opinion about what you should do with your life or how you should, you know, spend your days or what you should do for fun or what your hobbies should be or what you are or aren't doing with your, you know, romantic life. Mm -hmm. That is all a reflection of them and their stuff. And any amount of that that we apply to ourselves and take to heart and sort of fuse with is only hurting us and it's not doing a service to that Mm -hmm. relationship. So when we think about boundaries, it's a way that we can love ourselves and other people well. It might be that if we know that our Aunt June, we walk in Thanksgiving, and she is always going to have something negative to say in a judgmental way Mm -hmm. about what we're wearing, how we look, how much weight we've gained, how much weight we've lost, whatever it may be. But we know that going into it. Then we have the ability to go, okay, Aunt June, thanks for your opinion. I'll I'll, I'll think about that. And you kind of neutralize it rather than fusing with the disagreement or starting an argument or letting it hurt your feelings or going to the bathroom and crying about it. We don't have to give it that much power over us. But yet oftentimes we fall into that trap. So it's a process. Thanks, Aunt June. That was very helpful. Pretty much. Or, you know, I hadn't thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. But now that you say that, I, I will give that some thought. It doesn't mean you've got to give right. it a whole lot of thought. You could literally give it five seconds of thought and let it go. But you don't have to engage in the negative back and forth dialogue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Something and, that reminds yeah. me of two things I used to always tell my kids. Kill okay. them with kindness regardless. Yes. Sometimes you got to just bite your tongue and smile and be polite because it, it's usually the better yeah. Course of action. And uh, I've had to apologize to my children over the years for, you know, I don't want to say preaching them, but reiterating over and over certain things about life. And I've told them, look, you know, I know I tell you these things and I am, you need to know I'm projecting my BS onto you. <laughs> right. It's just why I'm so adamant about this because I've seen or experienced mm-hmm. things in this particular realm that mm-hmm. I just want you to know that. It could be a a bad situation, and I know that from my bad situation, so I'm projecting. 
Yeah, so but you recognize it and yeah. you say it and you give yes. voice to it so that they're not necessarily hearing it as, well, now dad is judging me and yes. telling me what to do. Rather, he's giving me some insight from his life into what he thinks or has experienced or feels. And then they can take that and apply it where it's appropriate. Yeah, the only and thing I have to healthy. go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're okay. The only thing I have to go on is my life and my experiences. You know? Right. That's what I that's what I roll with, dog. That's my encyclopedia. Absolutely. And Do I they think, even make you know, those anymore? Yeah. I think they're mostly online, though. I'm I think that's where, like, where Wikipedia comes in or whatever. No, I like the chatty. It's all right. Um, but seriously, though, I, I think this is a this is a common topic of frustration. They're just like the way that the holidays bring things to the forefront. And because it may only happen once a year and because the like the silly example of the Uncle Joe and the Christmas tree doesn't right. happen every day, it's almost like the brain gets kind of comfortable and forgets a little bit about how intensely Ugh, that can feel. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying to give like a precursor, like some encouragement that it is possible to, you know, move through the holidays without letting everything negatively affect you and your mindset. And then that ties it back into this whole, you know, gratitude challenge as a way to kind of charge yourself up a little right. bit with some really good positivity because then your mindset is going to be a little bit more amenable to the things that you are, are you know, trying to teach it, so to speak. Yeah. Just walk into Thanksgiving and be grateful. Hey, Aunt Joan's a cranky bitch, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, I'm grateful for Aunt Joan because even if she is judgmental and cranky, I love her because she's my aunt and there's a lot of good there. Or I'm just grateful for the fact that I get to be with my family. And if it means I have to deal with Aunt Joan or June or whoever it Mm, is, then, then that might be a necessary evil that's part of the day because I would rather have access to my family than to not see them at all and to isolate my Myself. And so it's just, it's this whole process, you know, uh, of learning how to interact with the world and not let the world dictate how you're going to respond and react, but rather you get to be the mm-hmm. one in charge of your mindset, deciding how you want to respond and react to the world around you. It's a, exactly. it's, it's a whole like little, you know, just hit that little Dang. reset button. Mm-hmm. Right. And it goes in line with the whole reset theme that we're sort of entering into because we're yeah. getting close to that time period where we are going to be starting a new year and we are going to get to, you know, kind of let go of any of the things that didn't go the way we wanted mm-hmm. them to in 2019. We take what, what worked into 2020 and maybe we reset some stuff and we give ourselves some guiding principles and ideas to help us live our best life then. But that doesn't mean we have to wait till then. We can start Absolutely. right now. I'm just saying. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. It's a process. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Do you know yet? No idea. Mm-hmm. Being thankful. Yeah. All right. I have no idea yet. I don't know. I guess we'll get it figured out. Okay. I got you. What about y'all? Anything fun? Not sure yet. Still in the process of figuring that out. Thank you. (laughs) I know, right? being all judgy on me for not knowing what I'm doing. I am not judging anything. I am just saying. Can I say something off topic? Oh, boy. Because we're about to wrap up, right? Yes, we are. Okay. What's up? We were talking off air with um, the candy lady. The candy delivery lady. Yes. <laughs> and uh, talking, you were talking about, you know, we can see how we're getting our legs back in our familiar. Uh-huh. I just noticed that we're work, we were getting back into where the other person stopped talking and we jump in real fast. And, yeah. But I, I cut you off a couple of times, but I can see we're getting back into that. I think she's done. I can talk or like, 
Okay, he's done. I'm talking now. <laughs> I've noticed that it's it. I, our radio I saw legs. Yeah, our Bra- radio legs. That's what I think. That's what you yes. used to call them. Yeah, we're we're breaking down the process, y'all. But no, seriously, in, in all honesty, I really am grateful that I can do this with you each Likewise. week. Likewise. Because it is. It, it's a lot of fun, but I also feel like it is a way for us to have some fun, to have that, that entertainment aspect. But then also I'm hopeful that we're, we're imparting some helpful information that people can then apply mm-hmm. to their lives in a way to either keep them from feeling stuck or to allow them, you know, movement towards what would my best life look like? How do I get to that, you know? I say that a lot, if I can do this, anybody can do it. Because yeah. I have a pretty, uh, I don't know, I used to roll in a really dark place for a really long time. Sure. Like a lot of people have. And dude, if I can get out of it, anybody can. Yeah. I'm not just comparing my situations to anybody's. It's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying, but because I have that low self-esteem thing too. Mm-hmm. And I'm dude, if I did it, anybody can do it. You know, and I think there's a lot of truth to that, that I think a lot of times we look at other people and where they are on their journey and we forget that by comparing ourselves to them, we're really not giving ourselves a fair shake at the whole thing because they may be on step 720. You might be on step Mm. five. No matter where you are, you always have the ability every day to wake up and just make some progress towards what would this look like to live my life a little bit more in alignment in yeah. alignment with who I am and what I stand for? And and that is a process. And as much as I wish I could say that I've never been to the bottom of that barrel, there have really been some dark days in my life, mm-hmm. the times where I just felt like nothing was going the way I wanted it. Yep. And that doesn't mean that there aren't some days back there where all I wanted to do was lay in bed and act mm-hmm. like the world didn't exist. But I also still knew in the back of my mind the world is out there. And I can re-enter that process of kind yes. of living my best life, but I've got to give myself that time to recharge. So mm-hmm. no matter where you are on this process, just remembering to give yourself some of that compassion and recognition of you're no. not at the point where you started. You may not be where you want to be yet, but recognizing that it is okay to be grateful for where you yeah. are in this moment. So. Hopefully that's a bit helpful. We'll talk some more about this whole Yay. holidayness before we get holidayness. there. Holidayness, because uh. we've got a few weeks before we actually have All to right. go into the Thanksgiving holiday. But mm-hmm. um, thought we would at least get a jump on it. If people in the meantime want to follow you, Randy Cash, where can they do that? At our Cash Comedy on Instagram. All right, and if you want to follow me, I have lots of ways for you to do that. I, I have one. my we- right pick one. I have my weekly blog um, as well as every episode of the podcast on my website lindsaywalden.com you can also find the podcast as well as past episodes on itunes you can find me on instagram at walden underscore lindsay and if you follow my stories there that's where i'm doing the daily gratitude prompts and the great uh, the daily gratitude kind of explanations through the uh the 28th on thanksgiving um, you can find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy and on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts. So lots of ways to find me. Feel free to reach out if you do have questions or thoughts or if you're wanting to join sort of this uh, gratitude challenge and don't quite know where to start. I am I am very accessible. So please let me know. In the meantime, I do hope you're having a fabulous week and we will see you next week.